It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the podcast where Spencer Parks, that's me, is reading the dictionary just like it sounds. But it is super fantastic. We're going to get right into the words. The first word in this episode is, you can pronounce it DVDV, the third syllable is emphasized, or Divi Divi. Divi 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 Divi. It is just D I V I hyphen D I V I. Noun from circa 1837, a small tropical American tree of the legume family with twisted astringent pods that contain a large proportion of tannin. I have a feeling they probably don't taste very good, but I don't know. The species name is Caesalpinia coriaria. The name is American Spanish, divi divi, probably from the Cumana word, uh, Cumana is an extinct Cariban language of northern Venezuela, um, or a cognate Cariban word, which I guess is also just divi divi. So the Cumana word is divi divi, or it is the cognate Cariban word divi divi, which is now an American Spanish word, and then it's an, it's a, uh, then it's an American English word divi divi divi. It's just a, it's the tree. With the legumes in the things. I don't know. I don't know anything else about it. Maybe we'll post a picture on social media at Dictionary Pod. Okay, I gotta come up with a sound effect. Wow! I don't like that one. Boom, 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 boom. Sure. Divination is next. Noun from the 14th century. One, the art or practice that seeks to foresee or foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge, usually by the interpretation of omens or by the aid of supernatural powers. Is there any legitimacy to this word? I don't know about that. But I do kind of want to put a link in the show notes where you can learn more about divination. You can learn about future events Hidden knowledge? What sort of hidden knowledge can we learn about? I want to know hidden knowledge. Omens, supernatural powers. I also want supernatural powers. Who doesn't want those? Number two, unusual insight or intuitive perception. So this seems a little bit more subtle. It's not so much about supernatural powers or literally being psychic or things like that. Um, but, you know, I've heard a lot of stories from people that, uh, you know, they, they, they intuit things. They're like, I have a feeling that something bad is going to happen and then it does or something good or things like that. So, you know, there, there may be something to this, um, whether or not people can turn invisible or fly or shoot fireballs from their eyeballs is a whole other thing divinatory or divinatory or divinatory that is an adjective and the etymology is not helpful i want to do some divination let's learn all the secret tricks of the universe 
What was my sound effect? Boom, 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 boom. The next word is divine. First form, adjective from the 14th century. I have to shout out um, the, the, uh, the, the, the actress. I guess it would be the actress who was in some John Waters movies named Divine. I don't know if I ever really saw her in action, but I know I've heard some stories. 1A for Divine. Of, relating to, or proceeding directly from God or a God. A God or God. Which, what's the difference? Who, which one's right? As in, divine love. Love, so is this love God's love for other things? Or is this a love that comes from God or feels like it comes from the heavens? Hmm, something like that, but something related to God. And of course, I'm going to say the word. Some people might bleep it out, but I'm going to say it because it's just a word. Whatever you feel about it, it's a word. 1B, being a deity, as in the divine savior. So it's, uh, yeah, it's an adjective. You're describing the person, the thing, as being a deity. 1C, Directed to a deity, as in divine worship. So it's worship that I guess is worshiping a deity. 2A. Supremely good. The synonym is superb, as in the pie. The pie was divine. It feels like it came from the heavens. It was made by the gods with divine love. The special ingredient is divine love. This isn't even worthy for humans. It's only worthy for for the divine. But we humans, we get to eat it. To be, the synonyms are heavenly and godlike. Divinely is an adverb. Uh, this this is obviously a divine podcast. It's been, it's come from the heavens, and it is is godlike. Uh, this is from the Latin uh, divus, which means God. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. The next word is the second form of divine noun from the 14th century. Number one synonym is clergyman. They, they're the people who were working in like the churches and the things. And so they were maybe chosen, supposedly chosen by God to work there. Number two, synonym is theologian. T-H-E-O-L-O-G-I-A-N. I think this would be somebody who studies the divine, the gods, the religions, the, those kinds of things. Boop, 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 boop. The third form of divine is a verb from the 14th century, starting with transitive one. To discover by intuition or insight, the synonym is infer, as in divine the truth. So, yeah, this is uh, similar to divination, where you're able to, to, you have unusual insight, intuitive perception, and so the act of doing that task is divine. You're divining some things. Two, to discover or locate, usually by means of a, I think it's div- it's 
divining or divining rod. And I always mix up the, the pronunciation there. And I think it will show me here. So, I mean, the word is divine. So you'd think it would be divining rod. And I think that might be right. But I feel like I've also heard divining. And it doesn't give me a pronunciation. So unfortunately, I can't tell you more. Uh, but we will see the actual divining rod later this episode. So you're using the divining rod to divine things. And what you might be discovering or locating is water or minerals underground. Oh, what was that movie? Minari? I think that's what it was called. I think they used a divining rod in there. I don't fully understand how this works, but supposedly people say that they can do this. I don't know. Okay, intransitive, number one, to practice divination, the synonym is prophecy. So you can prophesize about things. You say, okay, I think coming up, there's going to be, uh, so next week, um, I'm going to have to go to work. Okay, I am divining my future right now. I'm practicing divination. Number two, to perceive intuitively. A synonym is the word foresee. So this is about seeing seeing things in the future or seeing things that you shouldn't be able to see. Being able to feel the presence, know a thing that you shouldn't know otherwise. And, uh, you know, maybe some people can do it. Most people can't. It's up for debate. The next word is divine liturgy. Two words, first letters are capitalized, and liturgy is L-I-T-U-R-G-Y. Noun from 1640, the Eucharistic rite of Eastern churches. I, I can't add any more to that. Next is divine office. Also two words, first letters are capitalized. Noun from the 15th century, the office for the canonical hours of prayer that priests and religious say daily. The priests and religious? Religious? Religious, that seems like the wrong word here. Um, But I guess uh, they do this thing daily. And uh, it's during the canonical hours of prayer. Boop, 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 boop. Next is diviner. Noun from the 14th century. One, a person who practices divination, and the synonym is soothsayer, which is all one word. And uh, you got to wait until the S is to learn what that is. But basically, it's all about somebody who's doing the divination, clearly, and they maybe have uh, intuitive perception. They're able to, to you know, see the see the stuff that they can't see. Stay, they say things about the suits. I don't know what that word means. I can't wait to find out the etymology of that. Two for diviner, a person who divines the location of water or minerals. So the diviner is divining with a divining rod. Next is divine right. Two words. The second word is R-I-G-H-T, like the Bill of Rights. Noun from circa 1600. The right to a sovereign, no, the right of a sovereign to rule 
as set forth by the theory of government that holds that a monarch receives the right to rule directly from God and not from the people. So, just to simplify this a little bit, it's basically saying that anybody who is a monarch, a king, a queen, a prince, a princess, etc., has been given that position by God. And I personally have a little bit of a situation with this. Not, not, it's, you know, it's, it's very debatable. And I just feel like in these modern times, the fact that we still have monarchs in these situations because of something like this that cannot be proved by science is a little hard for me to to fathom it's a little tough for me um you know i've had that thought of like what makes these people different why are they in that situation who said that they would be the ones who sat on the throne and and of course it's changed hands sometimes there's a king, and then somebody else comes in, and then they're the king. It's the whole Game of Thrones thing. Who's going to sit on the throne? So, I mean, I guess if that second person murders the one who's on the throne or takes the throne in some way, that they would say that God has been the one who said that they should take control now. But so then there's nothing really about the lineage. There's nothing about parent to child to child. It's like, I don't know. It's it's just a it's a weird one for me. I'm I'm a not religious person. I'm very spiritual, not religious. So this is it's just a little little much for my brain to handle. Just seems like an excuse for people to be in a position of power and be kind of greedy. The next word is divine service. Two words, noun from the 14th century, a service of Christian worship, specifically such a service that is not sacramental in character. I don't know what that means. The next word, oh, this is totally different. Boop, 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 boop. Diving beetle, two words. Noun from circa 1889, any of several predatory aquatic beetles that breathe while submerged using air trapped under their elytra. Oh, I think I have heard about these. Maybe not with these beetles, but I think spiders I've heard that, that when they go under, they create a little a little air pocket so they can still breathe using that thing. It's so fascinating. Uh, the family name is Dittisidae. D-Y-T-I-S-C-I-D-A-E. I don't know how to say that word. Dytisidae. And uh, they're diving beetles, and maybe we got to post a picture of one of them under the water, breathing like a happy little beetle. Next is diving bell. Two words. Noun from 1661. A diving apparatus consisting of a container open only at the bottom and su- supplied with compressed air by a hose. And I think we will have to post a picture of this on social media as well because um, it's, a, it's a thing to look at. Now, I don't remember... This might be a whole big contraption that somebody gets inside of so they can go. I don't think this is the suit that somebody gets in. I think it's literally possibly shaped like a bell, 
and then there's a hose that comes out the bottom so that goes up to the top and then they push the air in so somebody can still breathe. We're not as cool as the diving beetle. We need some help by the diving bell. Next is diving board. Two words. Board is B-O-A-R-D. Noun from 1891. The synonym is springboard. Because usually the diving be- the diving board is springy. So you can get some good hops on it when you're bouncing at the end of it. There are diving boards that don't move though. They're just they're just static. I think they use those maybe in the Olympics or something. I don't know. What would you call that? Is that a different kind of board? Springboard number one. Maybe springboard number two is something, but it doesn't have a spring. I don't know. Boom, 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 boom. Next is diving duck. Two words, noun from 1813. And yes, this is the duck. Any of various ducks, as a bufflehead, that frequent deep waters and obtain their food by diving. I love that there is a duck called the bufflehead. And uh, so I guess this is not just one kind of duck, but lots of kinds of ducks that do this. How deep do they dive? Maybe we got to put a link in the show notes for diving duck so we can all learn how deep does a diving duck dive. Wait, what? It's like the woodchuck thing. How deep does a diving duck... No, wait, what? How deep does a diving duck dive when a diving duck dives deep down? That was a good one. Try and say that once. How deep does a diving duck dive when a diving duck dives down... Oh, crap. How deep does a diving duck dive when a diving duck dives down deep? Oh, baby. I just made up a tongue twister. The next word. Diving suit. Two words. Suit is S-U-I-T. Noun from 1908. A waterproof suit with a removable helmet that is worn by a diver who is supplied with air pumped through a tube. So I believe this would be, let's see, 1908, Diving Bell was 1661. They figured out how to dive down deep like a diving duck 400, almost 400 years ago. But then later, like three, 250 years later, they figured out how they could make a much smaller suit so somebody could actually walk around. Oh, these old suits, they look so funny. They're so big and bulky with a big old helmet. Yeah, we got to post a picture of a diving suit also. I just want to get in one of those and see what it was like. Ooh, but there are horror stories that if they got like, because they were down so low, the pressure was so strong, so, so, um, so much pressure that if there was like a little bit of a leak that the pressure would get to them and then the person did not make it. Okay, the last word. Divining rod, D-I-V-I-N-I-N-G, next word, R-O-D, noun from 1751, a forked rod believed to indicate the presence of water or minerals, especially by dipping downward when held over a vein. 
So I think the vein here is talking about like a vein of water, like a little a little trickle of water or something. It's like a little branch of the of a bigger water waterway, I guess, all underground. And I think it's like two sticks. It's yeah, it says forked rod. I think people do it with two two rods too. I could be wrong. And then it's like I think that that it moves when you put it over water or minerals, it moves in some way. So like, oh, there's there's water or minerals down below. Let's go dive deep to get it. It's a fascinating thing. Uh, maybe we'll post uh, a picture on social media and maybe a link uh, in, the sh- in the show notes so you can see what it looks like. Those were all of the words. That was such a fun time. We had today DVDV, Divination, Divine, 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 Divine Liturgy, Divine Office, Diviner, Divine Rite, Divine Service, Diving Beetle, Diving Bell, Diving Board, Diving Duck, Diving Suit, Diving Rod. Hmm. I mean, I think divination, I just, I love the idea of that. Foresight, perception, intuition, I like that. Um... Hmm, but you know, I don't know if any of it's actually true. I'm just, I just question all of it. Um, I also really love Diving Duck because of that wonderful tongue twister that I made up. Um, I think, you know, Diving Suit, Diving Bell, those were, you know, big, important things in science. Uh, Really, really fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. Um, What am I going to pick? It's either going to be Divination or Diving Duck, to be honest with you. Let's pick divination as the word of the episode, and uh, we'll sing a little song that goes something like this. The art or practice that seeks to foresee or foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge, usually by the interpretation of omens or by the aid of supernatural powers. And then we can also say... How deep does a diving duck dive when a diving duck dive when a diving duck dives down deep? Good job. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Sorry, I have some errands and things to do. I got I got a movie to see. I already got tickets. I got to run and run and go do other things before that. So it was a little bit of a quick episode, but I think we had some really good stuff in there. Oh, it was a good one. Um, oh, real quick, did it was there a movie that I was gonna mention? Uh, I think I skipped. One that I saw... Oh, I forgot to bring up this page. Um, oh, to Leslie. To Leslie. Um, this is... A, okay, alcohol is bad. That's what the movie is trying to say. It says it's based on true events. At the very least, I think it's um, basically based on the fact that a lot of people have won the lottery and then their life has gone to shit. And uh, that's a more common thing that I think any of us would like to believe or are aware of so uh but yeah it was uh, it's a really good story and it's heart-wrenching um but the acting is fantastic and uh yeah worth a watch okay that's all for today thank you very much for listening and until next time this is spencer dispensing information goodbye boop, 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 boop.